and welcome to the Midweek War Stories. Ooh, emphasis. No Cell Entertainment goes on a deep dive for the second shows for WCW and WF Thunder and SmackDown. I'm your host, Joseph Lussell. I'm alongside here with the human wrestling database, Corey Mack. Hey, uh, do we get extra money now that we're reviewing extra shows? No shows living legend, Mike Bubble. Take your bow. Hi, hi everybody. That, that's, Take your that's bow. That's not a good sign. Take your bow. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, what was your question? Yes, we are. <laughs> Scratch. <laughs> We're in September now. That, that was your question, right? Um, He's pulling a J.J. Dillon over here. <laughs> he explained <laughs> the money aid. Um, we'll talk to um, Creative about it, dude. Champ made a mistake. Uh, yeah. Signing on this deal. No, but seriously, though. I need some of that sweet Sting money. Well, Sting doesn't do Smack Thunder, so... How did we get dates added to our contract, Corey? We fucked up. We suck. We fucked up bad. So, <laughs> so see what happened here was... We're going to Saginaw, Michigan for WCW Thunder. Damn. We really fucked up. Uniondale, New York to Saginaw. That checks out. Okay. Checks That's out. In the yeah. 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 Checks out. Not exactly. It's like, it's like going from uh, South Dakota to Boise to South Dakota. Yeah, right. We're gonna be here for a couple weeks, bro, dudes. Oh so, God, don't tell me that. We're in September. We got two weeks until Fizal Brazal, so you know what he's right. Yeah, that's fall brawl for you who don't speak Carney. Shiznit. <laughs> September second, nineteen ninety nine. Those Thunder. We're in the Civic Center. Ah, the good old days when there were civic centers, civic center, and the municipal auditoriums. <laughs> auditoriums, and when women, when men were men. And women, shut the hell up. Shut the hell up. Whatever yeah. the fuck he said. And Stay in the kitchen. sandwich or yeah. something says Larry's Abisco. Jesus. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Take your bow there, Boobal. So let's start the show off right with a recap from Monday. Uh, Luger showing the photo of Hogan near a White Hummer. Uh, they show the, ju- the video again of the White Hummer ramming in Nashville limo. Uh, can't didn't start. No? They went right to the ring. No, it, it opened to the ring. No, mine did. You're, I don't know. The recap was after the match. No, mine's before. What the? F- Go to the network. Nah, nah, nah. Okay. Uh, commentary says you're both wrong. There it is. No, okay. we're on uh, top of the hour. Well, you did the. Uh, you, you watched the Blu-ray. Your Blu-ray. So. Yes, I did. Uh, they don't know what uh, Sting should do. Sting, Sting, Macho, and Gorgeous George in his locker room. What does that mean? Goldberg's here and he's be hit. Absolutely nothing. Goldberg's here and he's facing the cat tonight. God damn it! What did the cat do? We well, gotta feed the cat to him. Uh, then we get a recap of Nitro. Uh, Luger show, saying he has proof of that Hogan is a scammer, a con man. Uh, Hogan says uh, he can't wait to see the proof, so he'll be eating fruits and being cool. <laughs> the dumbest fucking lie. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Is Hulk Hogan Cartlito's dad? No, that's cool. <laughs> mm, he fuck. He definitely fucked his mom. <laughs> I don't know that it's his dad. <laughs> I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool, brother. <laughs> it's not Apple. It's like fucking asparagus or some <laughs> yeah. nonsense. Uh, we see they show the uh, Hogan uh, not approving the photo. What of Luger showing Sting, saying that doesn't prove anything. Sting opening Hogan's locker room and seeing Macho and Gorgeous George there for. 500,000 for 30 seconds. Let's go to our first match of the night. Since, according to Google, it goes straight to it. As it's DDP, as he announced that he would be facing Goldberg at Fall Brawl. And uh, says uh, he was going to face Goldberg tonight, but this place is a dump, so he found the next best thing. Al Green. Because Al Green. So this leads me to think two things. Either DDP's got a plane to catch and he just wants to be on first. Or he's working late in the second taping and wants time to just chill. And eat fruit and be cool. (laughs) And eat fruit and be cool (laughs) while doing yoga. Bang! Bang. Bought a boom, (laughs) bought a bingle, got a fruit. (laughs) 
Uh, DDP wins with the diamond cutter. Surprise, you surprise. Op- I mean, I you like the open pummel? He was like, you look just like Goldberg with the same traps and whatever. I was like, God damn it, dude. Nope. Jesus Christ. So one of the funny things, uh, my remote control to my Apple TV had a, had a hit out for me. And just fast forward it to the end, huh? No, it would. If I would try to fast forward through something that we've seen, it would rewind. That sucks. <laughs> so, it so, wants you to see the goddamn promos, oh, Joe. Oh, I know. So I had to watch the goddamn <laughs> promos for the 900th time. Damn. Thunder. You know, the network didn't watch Nitro, so it wants to know what's going on. <laughs> so, yeah, it made me go back. And, like, every time I'm like, okay, I'll fast forward through this. No, nope, I had to watch the DDP match Joe, three times. You're, that's awesome. You're. Not thinking about this correctly. The network giveth and the network taketh away. It took away heat, it but did. it gives you the Thunder. same shit on Thunder over and over again. Well, let's see if it still does because our Thunder next Ground Dog Day. Yeah, yes, it is. So let's see if it does because because our next match is Joe Bill Murray. He's not cold for me, Bill Murray. I wish. He doesn't uh, eat fruit. <laughs> I'm cool though. <laughs> Uh, let's go to our next match. This is Dave Taylor with Steve Regal. Okay. I don't see Joe on the knee pad of Trent, AEW star. Don't worry. Let's see, uh, Corey. As Dave Taylor will be taking Shane Douglas. God damn it. <laughs> with Dean Malenko. <sighs> um, uh, Taylor tries to roll up. Douglas Douglas kicks out and fly, Taylor flies into Regal. Uh, let me fix that for you. Dave Trailer tries to make this something. Mm, he does. But cannot. Cannot. Douglas hits the Pitt, Pittsburgh plunge. The match didn't really go long. Thank God. Then Chris Fuck. Adams, uh, Corey's new favorite uh, wrestler, Chris Adams, shows up and <laughs> hits Douglas with a flag. I mean, in this instance, I like it. what? With a flag. Okay. <laughs> what do you think? He swung Lenny at him? <laughs> Chris Adams coming down carrying Lenny and chucks him out of <laughs> Speaking of a hater, Chris Benoit comes down with one and attacks Adams. What the fuck? And then the first family comes out and Revolution and First Family get into it. What is happening here? It's Thunder. setting up war games, brother. Yeah. That's a war games nobody wants to see. What if the option is that or no war games? No war games. Okay. <laughs> Um, Douglas gets a mic and says the same shit as he did on Nitro. You know how they have a five minute opening? Yeah. You just know it would be Hugh Morrison, Shane Douglas. <laughs> uh, Douglas asking if everybody's if if you like everybody in the re- revolution. Nope. And once everybody again, but you. Yeah, because he gets booed again. <laughs> it's great. Uh, and then um, so, you know, just taking straight up taking the survey bit. It's fucked up. Yeah. Uh, so sound- that ain't gonna go over well in the end. Uh, sounds like there's gonna be a no DQ match between Malenko and Douglas versus Humorous Humor- and Knobs. Didn't he learn not to piss off the click four years ago? Right. <laughs> and then we get a promo. They said that here comes a promo about Berlin, and it's the one that had been running for weeks. Not the pro- Not anything from Monday. <laughs> I, I just because there was nothing salvageable. Well, let's see if this match is salvageable. I doubt it. As it's Kaz Hayashi versus. El Dandy. Okay. Who are you to doubt El Dandy? Not me. I'm a, I'm a big El Dandy fan. Bring it on. Uh, according, uh, according to commentary, Kaz Hayashi has a match with Lenny at Fall Brawl for the Cruiserweight t- Championship. Hmm. Okay. All right. Um, El Dandy was supposed to flip over Kaz's back, but just falls on his neck. <laughs> well, you know. This is when you doubt, though, Dan. Hey, first of all, sir. Fuck you, sir. <laughs> Kaz Hayashi <laughs> fucked that up. Yeah. First of all. He didn't bend over yeah. low enough. <laughs> Lenny doesn't approve. <laughs> the, the Lou Ferrigno lookalike. <laughs> uh, however, Kaz does win this match with a senton backsplash. Then Sid comes down. Kaz tries to do a cr- running crossbody, but that doesn't work. Sid uh, choke slams Kaz and power bombs O'Dandy. His record is now seventy six and zero. How dare you, Sid? Doubting O'Dandy. God damn it, Sid. Uh, Sid, uh, Sid. We get another Sid promo. Gold, he says Goldberg's in the back and he's fearing at him. Uh, and Sid's just saying all the stuff that he has been that his record's going to be better than Goldberg's. Millennium Man. It's almost like there's not enough juice in the buildup to stretch to the match, yeah. which obviously isn't happening at Fall Brawl. Uh. Which means we have like eight more weeks of this. Yep. 
but then oh. Sid says he Sid says he's going to take his anger out on Chris Benoit. Benoit is the only one that stands out in Revolution. I mean, I mean, not really wrong about that. To be honest. In, ma- in many ways. And Benoit is going to be a uh, just another number. A little bit of Taz there. Just another victim. Bang. Let's go to our next match. Benoit's like, my name is not Daniel. I'm not a victim. <laughs> Cruiserweight Championship as it's Lenny Lane with Lodi versus Kidman. Oh. Uh, Lenny has decorated the Cruiserweight Championship with pink bows. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. Wow. This uh, title used to mean something, Corey. Lenny oh, begins yeah. to start skipping around the ring, and the, there's a small chant of the hard F. Fuck? No. Oh. Three-letter one. Fig. Oh, okay. I got Close you. enough. I'm not Substitute a letter, a uh, vowel. <laughs> Can I have a vowel with that one? Fug. Fog. <laughs> yes, fug. It is cloudy in the Thunderdome tonight. Yeah. Uh, during this match, they, they presented it... Um, <laughs> In the most complete form possible due to technical difficulties. Shows up in this match. That's probably... Well, that sucks for you guys, but you didn't miss anything. No. Except uh, for a couple more hard F chants. <laughs> which is probably what they were missing. Fug. Fug. Uh, Kidman hits a springboard crossbody off the top rope to the outside on both Lenny and Lodi. Uh, this was a sp- Thunder special. Lenny goes for a crossbody but hits the ref instead. Lodi gets in the ring and DDTs Kidman and tries puts L- Lenny over, tries to wake the ref up, but Kidman go- gets a two. Lenny goes for a power bomb. Don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, Howard, you Kid- think Lodi would have taught him that since you know he had the whole flock connection with Kidman? Like, hey, don't kind of power bomb him, okay? Uh, however, he gets a two. Kidman goes for the shooting star press, but Lodi power bomb me later. Power bottom. Power bottom me later. Uh, Kidman goes for the shooting star <laughs> press. However, Lodi trips him. The, the ref calls for the bell. Ray comes out, makes a save. Rough riders, uh, rough riders Lenny. Hmm, dangerous move. Uh, so, you know, this, this match was frustrating to me in a way. And tell me if I'm on an island under myself here. But there were glimpses in this match that showed me very much that if Lenny wasn't stuck playing the character... This could be a really energetic, fun fucking match. I gave it two and a half stars. I thought it was a good match. It was, I but it could it. have been even better yeah. if he wasn't stuck in the trappings of that character. That's terrible. You are you are absolutely correct there. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, then the revolution come out for another promo. God, why? Uh, Benoit says Sid is the biggest guy, and he will face him. Uh, we'll face the uh, face him. Benoit says that fall brawl he will show Sid. Benoit says uh, he's going right. to destroy Sid. That's that's how you push Benoit. Yep. Sid at fall. I mean, take a wild guess who wins that match. However, Ric Flair. <laughs> however, uh, by the way, guys, Saturn is facing Sid tonight. <laughs> so I love the fact that Benoit like Sid at the pay per view. I'm going to destroy you. I'm going to do this, this, and this. And then Saturn gets to the mic and's like. So yeah, he's gonna do that to you in two weeks, but tonight I'm gonna do it tonight. Yeah. And uh evidence number whatever that Saturn shouldn't talk. Okay, so since you brought up Saturn, I read a tweet today okay. by a parody account called okay. uh something Shivani. And he said uh Phony Shivani. Taking some uh tea out to my wife's book club in the living room. I put the tea down and tell the ladies enough about Tuesdays with Maury. Why don't you girls get acquainted with Sundays with Saturn? <laughs> At which point Saturn jumps out of the closet naked and fully erect. <laughs> and that was the whole tweet. What? Yeah. <laughs> All right. We get it. Like, that's uh, weird. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Just a little bit. Uh, we get a promo by Coach Buster. And I can see that glacier in him. Uh, Who was the dude? The standout I student. Just, uh, Nobody. Luther no. Biggs is his name. Yeah. Uh, Howard W stands for We Cannot Wrestle. I mean. As, um, Stur- uh, as Coach. Getting to. Yep. As Coach uh, Buzz Stern uh, picks his first winner of the winning club. Jesus. And it was this Luther Biggs because he knows how to sweat sacrifice equals success. The three S's of Coach Burns. He knows Jason Biggs. Maybe he fucks a pie later. Ooh, maybe. But. He looks like he ate a few. You know. Let's go to our next match. You know. 
Disorderly conduct. Ah, <laughs> fucking damn it. Or quality control. Quality control. Versus Harlem Heat. Well, it shouldn't go long. Yeah, well. Harlem Heat hits this double Stalin suplex, which I thought was cool. This, however, was a squash match. Stevie Ray is holding one of the members, and then Book T hits a side axe kick for the win. West Texas Rednecks run down and attack Harlem Heat until Harlem Heat fights them off. Let's go to our next match. Can we fucking not? We will. Scotty Riggs versus Prince Ikea. Why? <laughs> Riggs wins with the lazy version of the famous, sir. Let's Why? move on. Why me, Lord? What the fuck, dude? What did I ever do? <laughs> Imagine, like, you getting, like, like somebody you, that loves you, theoretically, comes home and says, hey, for your birthday. Why has it got to be theoretical? It could happen one well, just, day. <laughs> listen. It's like, hey, here, here's an idea. I got you tickets to WCW. Awesome. Awesome. Nitro. You're going to get to see Scotty Riggs and Prince Nakamaki. What the fuck did I do to you? <laughs> I want a divorce. <laughs> Damn. You get both tickets. Can't you just... Sign the papers? Yeah, give me those tickets? Nope. That's all I get in the settlement? <laughs> yep. Get Thunder and Saginaw, Michigan tickets. <laughs> we live in Arizona. You're going to Michigan, baby. <laughs> fucking August or September. And by the way, I, Don't found worry. You, I found you a job there. Just stay. Don't worry. I, I have uh, two wrestlers coming to pick you up. Disorderly conduct. They're picking you up. Uh, Uber quality They're control. Uber quality control. Let's move on to our next match. As it's going to be the cat... Versus Goldberg, but first, the cat says he's tired of, of him. Uh, he's tired of calling himself the man. So, um, Hulk Hogan, get your ass out of here. <laughs> oh no! Says no, no. You're facing Goldberg, and he goes, "I already beat Goldberg. I want Hogan. I want that TV time." I love the cat. What? Cat says, "Oh no!" Uh, to the back because he's gonna face Hogan and Goldberg by himself tonight. Cat says he doesn't know if people saw him, how he's, if anybody saw him kick Goldberg's ass, but he did. So this time he's going to stick the mic up his ass so people can hear him <laughs> kicking his ass. So he was like, I know I'm going to get squashed. Fuck it. I'm make it something. <laughs> hear me out. Hear me out, guys. We have Hardcore Holly on Raw yep. and the cat on WCW. Yep. We don't deserve such things. We don't. No. These are great. These are fan. We also have. Prince Nakamaki on Thunder. And the Revolution, so, you know, fuck us. Yeah. Uh, Goldberg comes out to his old music, unless that was Network. No, he's it's back. Oh, it's back? Dark <laughs> Tap Megadeth shit ain't working. That shit's over. <laughs> All right, that shit's over. Uh, Goldberg spears Jack Hammers. One, two, three. Yeah. Let's go to the main event. Saturn versus Sid. Uh, Saturn tries to cross body over the top rope, but Sid catches him and tosses him off the guardrail. Rick Steiner comes down and attacks Saturn. Dean Malenko comes out with Benoit's belt, and Tanae thinks it's Benoit <laughs> because he hits both Sid and Rick with it. And then the, rev- the rest of the revolution come out to chase out uh, Rick and Sid. Yeah. Yeah. So the only highlight for Thunder, every um, Corey's high point would be the cat problem. Well, well we you glossed over it, Joe. No. Uh, Saturn won that match by disqualification. Ergo, we Sid go. lost. <laughs> well, there goes that. There's that gimmick, you fuck morons. Well, I'm sure glad they spent a long time thinking this through. He lost three weeks ago in the oh, main event that six man. You don't worry about that. I will worry about, about that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. three whole weeks ago. Nobody remembers God. that. God. He started the streak then. It's haven't from you, then. Haven't, haven't you been in a Vince McMahon booking thing lately? Nope. Nobody remembers what happened last week. So, uh, 76 so one. How about that? All right. Let's move on. How much would I bet they won't count it? I oh, bet you they mm-hmm. don't. Well, especially when Benoit said on Nitro that he hates the number 76, so he was going to be facing. You Is know. that an inside shot at his former horseman buddy, Mongo? Probably. Who wore 76? What? Yeah. Don't, don't do that, baby doll. Let's move on. I miss Mongo. So do I. Do we want to do Saturday night here? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Uh, just to get out of the way because, whew, well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> it was only an hour, thank God. What? Yeah, this week it was Ray's only an hour. I'm assuming. Yep. yep. Yeah. The cat graced us with his presence. Hell yeah. And beat the disciple. Fuck. Lash LaRue <laughs> defeated Viano 5. What happened to 4? 
Uh, remember Raven Still and out. Canyon about crippled him? Still out, yeah. Scotty Riggs <laughs> defeated Scott Putsky. <laughs> so the battle, the battle of Scotts. I mean, it's the best Scott and Steiner. Yeah. Four by four. Oh Jesus! Fuck, dude. Defeated Brian Nobbs by disqualification in like a minute. Checks out. In um, the main event, WCW tag team title match. Okay. Barry and Kendall Wyndham successfully no, successfully defended against the Texas Hangman. Uh, who? Two minute masks. <laughs> so Jack Victory got it probably. Wow, uh, that was Saturday night. That sounds fucking terrible. I'm not gonna lie, it was not good. By the way, real quickly before we get to SmackDown, I would also be remiss to say, Joe, that I watched uh, the debut of the actual live debut. Of ECW on TNN. Yeah. And what happened there? Uh, well, we know Taz defeated Yoshihiro Tajiri to okay. retain his ECW world title. All right, all right, all right. And then the Dudley boys successfully defended their ECW world tag team titles against Little Spike Dudley, LSD, and Balls Mahoney. Okay, okay. And Joey Styles had a conniption fit because this is their last night in the company. Hmm, that's weird. So after an extended break in Jerry Lynn promo, the Dudley boys came back out. And very nicely stated that uh, in ECW, you become uh, men. Hmm? But those men go to de- become legends. Okay. And eventually, at the end of your run in the death, your legends become gods. And that's what we're going to go be. Oh, okay. And we're going to show up Monday at Titan Towers in Stanford, Connecticut, and place these ECW World Tag Team titles on Vince McMahon's desk. Damn. But before we do that, we need to call out that fucking cripple, Tommy Dreamer. Jesus. Who comes out with uh, Francine. Hold tight. And, you know, they don't hold back. Yeah. Tommy, because they're trying to get him to fight. <laughs> Tommy, remember Beulah? Remember how we broke her neck right in front of you? <laughs> while you were handcuffed to the rope and couldn't do anything? Jesus. And how you would visit her in the hospital? And she... Couldn't feel anything from the neck down. Well, after you would leave, me and Devon would go in at night and show her the true meaning of double team. Good God. At which point, Tommy oh. Dreamer bolts into the oh. ring and starts fighting. Fuck. <laughs> yep. Hi, TNN. <laughs> Hello, TNN. Uh, Amazing, man. So at that point, Tommy Dreamer gets in and starts a two-on-one fight, and he's got legit back issues, and it looks like they're about to kill him, and they've used tons of weapons, and he's fought back valiantly, but... He's outmanned, outnumbered, and just as they're about to go for a 3D, he kicks one of them in the nuts. Then out of nowhere, out of the Manhattan Center crowd, comes Raven. What? Who slides into the ring, hits his even flow DDT on Bubba, pins him, and we've got new ECW World Tag Team Champions, Tommy Dreamer and Raven? WCW's Raven? Yes. And the look on Tommy Dreamer's face... When he turns around and realizes he's tag team champions with the one person in the world that he fucking hates the most. Yep. Made his facial made the entire hour as if it wasn't great enough already. Sir, that was an hour of television. You're saying it was better than Saturday night? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Thunder and Nitro and Raw. But what about SmackDown? Find out. Let's find out. Where are we in a... Worcester. That's right. Worcester. That's right. Um, I wonder if, um, what's his face? I wonder if the security guy's outside with, with a picture of Stone Cold and DX and all them trying to not let him in the arena. Oh, that's the other one. That's the last time they were there. Okay, never mind. Wait a minute. Uh, commentary for this week's SmackDown is Michael Cole and Jerry Lawler. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Well, the A team are working the show. Yep. We're, we're going to go straight to the ring for our first match tonight. The number one contendership for the Intercontinental Championship, as it's China putting it up against Mr. Ass. We find out what led to it. Billy wanting her to save his spot, so she turns heel by pulling a pin out of her bra the, and signs it. The almost never seen tit pin. Yep. Uh, we see last week's SmackDown, uh, China low blowing Billy, and on Monday, China accidentally hitting Billy with the guitar. Jarrett, Deborah, and Kitty join commentary, and Lawler could care less about this match. And Jarrett is fucking... 
he's bad at commentary. I think it's because he's checked out. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he, he needs, does he's not done. care at all. Plus, he uh, he would change his tune quickly because he was smart enough to realize it elevates his career. Yeah, but he was uncomfortable with the idea of wrestling a woman because he didn't want to mm-hmm. even you know. even look like he's hitting a woman. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, so he wasn't really feeling the feud to start. Yep. Uh, China punches Billy into the ref. We have a ref bump. However, Triple H runs down and hits a famous on tr- Billy. A pedigree. And, uh, no, pedigree, sorry. This bothered me. This bothered me. Yeah. And, you know uh, why it bothered me? Is it the same reason it bothered you? Maybe. Let's see what your reason is. I just don't see the world champion interfering for somebody in a in a match. Yep. For That's another card. What bothered me about it <laughs> yeah. was like, this is so far beneath you. Like, why is Triple H? I, I don't care if it's China. Why is he? It's a world champ. Who cares? Yeah, sorry. Uh, Billy Gunn hits uh, China with a famous shirt. Triple H runs down, hits the pedigree on Gunn. Pedigree. China, China covers for the win. We recap from Monday. Paul Bear uh, showing uh, Undertaker the envelope of Hogan uh, next to the White Hummer. Undertaker <laughs> leaving. Uh, allow- that's, that's what, Paul Bear is Luger source. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> this this is allowing uh, we bonded on the Lex Express. This this allowing the Rock and Mankind <laughs> to gain the uh, tag team championship. Taker's got his hands and everything. Jesus, yes, sir, dude. Uh, Big Show comes out. He's pissed at Undertaker. He's getting tired of his ways. Big Show calls out Undertaker. However, Paul Bear does come out. Pa- uh, Paul Bear says uh, Big Show needs to. Big Show needs to remember who created him and who can destroy him. Big Show then kicks Paul Bear and says, Fuck you. And he says, like, I don't want the messenger. I want the man. Undertaker comes out. Then they get nose to nose. Hold on. Can I please? Yeah. I loved this. He just looks at Paul and goes, you messed him up pretty good. <laughs> like he couldn't give two shits about Paul. Like, I love it. I love that. She's like, shouldn't have stayed in there. No. And then... But then he like he whispers Sweet Big nothing. Show's ear, and Big Show's like, "What? Really?" Uh, you can tell Big Show feels bad about everything, yeah. and, and Taker's just like, hmm? "Taker's yeah. like, Ta- Taker goes Jim Halpert for a minute." Yeah. Taker yeah. goes, Ta- "I gave the pictures to Luger, man." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like Paul Bear. That's why Big Show look. He's like Hogan's doing it again. <laughs> God damn it, oh, Paul Bear yeah. done with this shit. Yeah. Uh, he threw me off a building. Yeah. Am I going to be for life again? I, I love the fact, yeah. Taker whispers sweet nothing into uh, his ear. And then this is when he goes, huh, you did a real number on Paul. <laughs> My favorite part is I'm leaving and Paul going, what, what the fuck? <laughs> like, just like, they're like, they're like, no, help me up. No, they're like, nah. <laughs> Roll your fat ass out of the ring. Yep. Uh, so he, so the, Taker goes, you did a real number on Paul. And then grabs show by the shirt again. And it's like, but if you disrespect me one more time. I mean, pull your throat out and put your fucking tongue down your throat. Like, okay. Like, uh, I gotta be honest. I hated demonic, satanic Undertaker. Yep. I love this version. Yep. This Taker. This version is amazing. This version should have stayed instead of the badass. Yeah. This like fucking. I don't give a fuck about anything, it's but like I'm also pure pure fucking evil hybrid. Yeah. Character. Yeah. Yeah. Did a real number on Paul. Got it. <laughs> uh, hey, guys. A limo just showed up. I It's Hogan. So can I tell you Hogan's from gonna... the first time, I was like, oh, I know who this is. Like, from the moment it showed up. Miz? I have yeah. never seen this episode. I was like, yeah, uh, I know who this, is, this limo is. So let's go down the ring, shall we, with Mankind. Totally. Uh, mankind begins, begins this promo. Time out. Uh, playing old electronic football games naked, and oh. his mother would walk in. He said this that was the most embarrassing moment from the past 20 years until Shane beat me last week. <laughs> he promises that he would get even uh, somehow, someway, someday. Uh, Mankind starts to talk about the Rock, uh, Rock challenging show and take her on Raw. Mankind knew that the, the Rock had testicular fortitude, and the Rock knew that the people wanted him to be the people's partner. My first three notes of this promo are uh, Mankind played naked electric football, vows vengeance on chain, and admires the rock's testicles. <laughs> what a promo. I can't add anything to that. <laughs> yeah. 
Mankind brings out the rock. Rock says that they're not friends, so they're just partners. And the rock knows that Mankind's one crazy son of a bitch. Rock tells Mankind to never talk about his te- testicles again. <laughs> Shane, Triple H, and China come out. Shane says that tonight the there will be uh, the Rock versus Mankind for the number one contendership for a match at Unforgiven. Uh, Shane wants them to hit each other like the old times, no uh, powder puff stuff. Shane says if they do powder puff stuff, they will be both be suspended for six months. Uh, Shane says that Triple H will also be putting his title on the line tonight against a bald-headed SOB. Um, Triple H does not like that. He does not like that at all. Um, Mankind says, uh, hey, uh, last time we were here, I beat you, Rock. Uh, maybe you should uh, help a brother out this this time. Are you uh you insinuating that you want the Rock to lay down for you? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'd like that. <laughs> rock says, uh, "Well, man, man, Mick, uh, that belt you have in your hand, uh, you can polish that real uh, real nice and stick it up your candy ass." Uh, Mix, I don't think that's gonna fit. <laughs> that was so good. But first, he looks at it, he's like, like I don't think that's gonna, that's gonna fit. fit. And then Rock's like, Then I don't give a damn. I'll put both up your candy ass. <laughs> uh, I words cannot describe how much I love mankind in Fall '99. It's so good. I don't think that's gonna it's fit, good. Rock. You know what? I'll put both up your candy ass. The uh. The only person the entire night who I thought sold this Triple H match well was Michael Cole. Because he kept saying the name Austin. No one else would say it. Nope. Like, it's clear it wasn't going to be Austin when Shane didn't say the word Austin. And it was clear to me it was Gilbert. Correct. But, yeah. so, but Cole did a very good job selling it. Like, mm-hmm. is it gonna be Austin? Like, why else would Triple H be upset if it's anything besides so, Austin? Everything about this was cool. Fucking well God, done by man. everyone. Yeah. Oh. Then uh, we get to the ring as Tony Schimmel is about to begin to announce the next match, but then Fink comes out. Fink says that last week Schimmel embarrassed him. So Fink challenges Schimmel to a tuxedo match. Oh, shit. If Fink win, Fink wins, he will assume the role as the ring announcer. The in special. Uh, Schimmel says, uh, tells Fink just to leave. Fink says fine, but then he jumps him from behind. So we have a tuxedo match. This bell, the bell rings at twenty nine forty. I was like, really? I had blocked this from my mind. <laughs> and um, it was not good. Uh, we see Jericho watching this match from uh, backstage. Fink only tears off Tony's arm, one of arm sleeves. Then Chimmel, um They booked Chimmel like Batista here. Yeah. <laughs> then uh, Chimmel, uh tore everything off of uh, Fink. And then drops an elbow in between his legs. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. So your winner, Tony Tony Jimmel. <laughs> yeah, Tony Jimmel. Thanks for coming. Yep. Now we go backstage with X-Pac, and he's with Kane, telling Kane he's sick and tired of being the weak link, and tells Kane that he needs to stay back here. Then we see Ken Shamrock showing up. Sean. We see uh, Ken Shamrock showing up to the arena. Uh, we see Lillian Garcia with Mankind. Mankind thinks as the, uh, thinks of The Rock as a brother, but the, he will reward the great one. He respects and looks up to The Rock. Mankind is in the position to get the title shot. Uh, he hopes the, that The Rock won't put the title up his ass, and that <laughs> won't happen. Uh, we, we, we see uh, Triple H in China talking about if it's Austin. China says we can trust Shane. But Triple H's like, I don't know who I can trust anymore. Uh, we During the break, we see Jericho telling Fink that Fink could be the model for his Y2J jockey campaign. <laughs> Y2Jockey. It's like, you got a really good body. Mm. <laughs> Let's go to our next match. X-Pac versus Chris Jericho. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Sign me the fuck up, please. Uh, we get a recap from last last week's SmackDown. Jericho uh, taking out Road Dog, and then bumping shoulders with Shamrock. The bell's about to ring, but Shamrock storms down the ring, but X-Pac holds him back and tells him, I got this. I want Jericho. Um, Undertaker and Big Show come out and look watch from the stage. Uh, Jericho climbs to the top turnbuckle, and then X-Pac drop kicks him, and he does like a front flip to the outside. That was nasty. Yeah, that was... Damn, dude. Uh, X-Pac, uh, Jericho throws X-Pac into the still steps. X-Pac went full speed. 
Yep. This was a quick back and forth match in a good way. X Pac hits the Bronco Buster, but Big Show runs down and hits the clothesline, hits a Guerrero press slam. Um, Jericho looks like he's going to go do commentary, but then Shamrock comes out of nowhere and chases him off through the crowd. Big Show is going to choke uh, is going to choke slam X Pac, but Kane runs down and knocks him out of the ring. Undertaker tells him that's fine for now, and then he yells at tells Kane that he's weaker when with a weaker X the weaker X Pac gets, the weaker Kane gets. I like this match for what it was. I was thoroughly disappointed when I saw Big Show and Taker come out. I'm like, they're going to interfere. This was a nice piece of business. Up until, I mean, I mean, even that booking was good. But, yeah. but uh, this was a nice piece of business. Uh, is this the match? Uh, the famous match where, you know, because X-Pac, click, you know, he, would be, he went back and told everybody he'd kid, he doesn't know how to work. He's a terrible match. It was stiff. But, but he blew a bunch of shit. And... Like this is the match with him where the 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 legend starts that goddamn Jericho doesn't know how to work. We signed a a dud, a lemon. Like she, I mean, I mean, Vince even tells him like you can't work a lick. I, I mean, I I was sold a bill of goods. You're I, lucky I even keep you. I didn't see it. No, because it wasn't there. Yeah, it's a perfectly fine match. Well, I was yeah. gonna say because that sucks because uh, it actually felt like. X-Pac got to wrestle a WCW match, which he hasn't gotten to do in a year and a half. It was damn good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, X-Pac had his demons at the time, you know. Yeah. And, you know, he's yeah. uh, much better today. But uh, you don't hang out with Shawn Michaels and Scott Hall that long and not learn how to manipulate and play the game. We see backstage, we see Triple H pounding on Shane's locker room trying to see if he's there. No one picks up. Hey, that limo's still there. We see, uh, we come back from commercial, and we see Shamrock destroying stuff backstage, which is like a weekly thing now. During that's happening, we can hear Triple H music as Triple H is somewhat getting a jobber entrance. It's like kind of a jobber entrance for the world champ, huh? Yeah. Maybe they learned from uh, Monday with The Rock and his 17 entrances and diminishing returns. Jesus. Yep. Uh, Shane comes down. Shane says Triple H is the champion, and he can beat anyone. And uh, Shane says, uh, since he's the champion, he needs to show it off. What Vince, you know, always said that, that well, if you're champion, you gotta be a fighting champion. So he brings out that bald SOP, hence Gilbert. Uh, Triple H is laughing, hugs uh, Shane, bell rings, Gilbert hits a spear <laughs> on Triple H. The crowd popped. So, like, you know, <laughs> they, they booked it well. They yeah. did a couple of Hope Spears instead of yeah. Hope Spots. Hope Spears with Gilberg, uh, you know, but uh, and and it worked here. The the the, the gimmick worked here, mm-hmm. but man, isn't aren't we? Like, we're a year in on what was a one trick pony act. Yeah, it's, I won't lie. I thought Gilberg was bigger at the time. Growing the Goldberg? up, no, 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 no. Uh, like just like, this character just, oh, bigger? was no. bigger. No. In my mind, I don't know why. I just thought it was. Uh, but I did like the fact that Gilbert bell rings, he spears Triple H and goes for the jackhammer, and that backfires. <laughs> Gilbert then hits two more spears on him. Triple H then pedigrees him for the win, and then attacks him with a chair. It's funny, because just two short years later, that would never happen with Triple H. No. Bell would have rang and kicked him in the gut and pedigreed him, and done. Ugh. Uh, limo is still here, by the way. Yeah, no one's come out. Entered, exited. What's crazy is that that Gilbert Triple H match is the match that Jericho wanted to have with Goldberg. Right? Hey. Yeah. Like, you can spear me. I don't even have to get a move off. Just yeah, fucking. You can spear me, Jack, and walk away. Yep. Literally um, that easy. We're going to recap a boss man stealing Pepper last week. And then we go and, and him saying, hey, on, <laughs> on, on Nitro, hey, I need you to show up uh, to my apartment on Thursday. Yeah, uh, so. Al Snow shows up. Hey, where's Pepper? I want Pepper. Bossman trying to calm him down. Hey, man, I just want to, you know, it's just us two right now. Pepper's on his way. Let's have some food. And he just wants to do the Bossman just wants to do the right thing. And he's, Bossman keeps saying, eat the food, eat the food. And Snow's like, okay, if I eat the food, will you give me Pepper? And Bossman goes, yeah. So Snow starts to eat it, and Boss on you know, how was that food? Uh, is it a little extra peppery for you? You like pepper steak? You like pepper steak? Snow's like, what? You're eating your dog, you dumbass. And then, so, 
boss man killed Pepper, food grinded him up, and put him in food. Um, also known with vomits, fake vomits. He beats him up. Goddamn. I, so, this I think like everybody, this is a moment seared into my mind. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the worst moment in the Attitude Era, but it's fucking near the top. This is... I'm, I hated it then, and I was all about everything in the Attitude Era, and this was fucking bad then. Yep, I, I, I hated it. Oh, I like, my really? God. The only part of this... That I enjoyed was nothing from that skit, but the look of sheer terror on Lawler's, on Lawler's face, face when they went back to the announce booth. Like, did I really just fucking see what I thought I saw? I I hope this is the one time they didn't clue in the announcers to what they'd be watching. It kind of felt that way. They were like, because you know they transitioned quick. Because <laughs> Lawler looked like he was so appalled. He was like. Did I just watch that? I felt like this is one of those instances where uh, Vince was probably like, yeah, that's a bit far. We it's probably shit, shouldn't be feeding dogs to people. Boss Brand has kept yelling, this is hardcore. <laughs> that's another thing. Could never be done today. No. And shouldn't have been done then. Uh, you know, I love dogs. And cats. Uh, I'm an animal liker. Yeah. I mean, not to the weird, like, weird yeah. revolution type stance some people so get So Shane Douglas. Uh, no, yeah. They'll fight to the death for the rights for earthworms to be able to do whatever they do. Yeah. But, but I'm, I'm not that big of a dog lover. And I was, but even I was like, are you for real? Is this what we're doing? That, that's maybe what I was more appalled when. I, as a wrestling fan, I was like, that's what you're doing now? You're feeding animals? It's, to people, your your storyline is killing dogs. All right, cool. <laughs> the in extreme sense, Corey, you added a gimmick to a gimmick that didn't need a gimmick already because it had a gimmick, and they were both gimmicks and gimmicks. <laughs> Put a hat on a hat. I. Why? What swerve, bro? What did they think? Because they didn't get it. Was the best outcome to this storyline? What did they hope they accomplished? People talking. That's all they cared about. Did they though? Or people were just like, we're not even talking. Let's give them something to talk about. I mean, it wasn't huge, but I do remember some backlash to this. So I feel like the amount of backlash would not justify them doing the story. Because it's not coincidental that it was done on network television and not cable. They wanted to get as many eyes on them as possible. This was one of those, they thought this would be one of those uh, water cooler moments. I mean, there's like the Katie Vick stuff later that's bad. I mean, the Beaver Cleavage shit from earlier in the year. Yeah. This, this is up there with that this shit, This is up man. there with that, This yeah. is fucking bad. Let's give him something to talk What about. happened, but I probably, is Vince and some of the old timers were reminiscing about old ribs that have gone down, and someone told the Fuji story. And Vince is like, ha ha! We should have Boss Man do that. It's... A waste of Boss Man. An absolute waste of, of Ray Trailer. And it does absolutely nothing for Al Snow. No, but I think he realizes he's had his uh, 15 minutes and now he's just... He's long for the ride now. But this was terrible. Joe, what do you think? You don't give opinions much anymore as the host. Oh, it was terrible. I hated it from the get-go. I hated it when it was there in 99, and I hate it now. As the producers, did, did she watch this with you? Oh, yeah, we were eating breakfast at the time. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. Please tell me you had pepper steak. Um, no, we had... Sausage? Um, scrambled eggs with mushrooms and... How'd, how'd that go over? Fantastic. When, uh, <laughs> when I was like, I was like, oh, perfect timing. Just I'm like eating my breakfast as... Al Snow is being forced dog. Dog. How did the producer like it? She finished her meal too. <laughs> no, she. Yeah, she was. She was like this. This really? Yep. I'm like, yep. It's at that time. Yeah. Uh, this is one of those moments. Tell me, if I think I can probably speak for all of us. Uh, it's it's d- different than the Owen thing, but it's, it's related. 
I wanted to get to it so I could get by it. Yep. So we could get the I, fuck past this fucking moment that I knew was I, coming. I just, yeah, there's there's a couple of moments in our timeline. And those <sighs> are definitely two of them. Where I was like, ooh, can we just... Like, I don't want to talk about them. We have to. And can we get the fuck by it, please? This was, yeah, this is one of the top ones, too. At least it's done, then. I got one more in a couple of years. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm all about that, man. God damn. SmackDown's cursed. (laughs) So let's let's move on with SmackDown. We have Ken Shamrock looking for Jericho. We go, let's go to our next match. It's not even second hour yet, but it's Mankind versus The Rock. We get a recap on why we're here. Man, uh, how they both lost their matches on uh, Raw. Shane uh, telling Mankind, don't touch me. He does. Shane chokeslamming the Rock. Uh, these guys started off. They don't, they're don't. they going full speed again. Rock suplexes Mankind on the ramp. Uh, they fight near the announce table. Mankind steals Cole's head sh- uh, headset and pu- <laughs> tries to do the Rock thing. And Rock punches him and says uh, he's going to beat Mankind's ass for the dozens of his fans. Um. Mankind puts Sako on the rock. The rock hits the ref. Shane runs down and rolls the ref out, and Shane becomes the ref. Rock hits uh, rock bottom on Mankind, but Shane calls for Triple H and China to come out, and they begin to brawl. Mankind and Rock take advantage. Shane uh, says since there's outside interference, this match is a double disqualification. We see... Uh, I mean, who, who didn't see that coming? Yeah, I mean, way too early in the show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we see Shamrock still looking for... Jericho, back to back weeks, and we have somebody look. Or, oh no, we're, no, that was uh, Raw with Hardcore Holly looking for a show and tell him the. Yeah, it was on Raw. Yeah, I was gonna say back to back weeks of, but, um, we go to Lillian Garcia with oh, Shane, no. and Shane feels uh, feels bad for what just happened with the Rock and Mankind, and he's gonna go fix it. Next match, Val Venus versus Ken Shamrock. Uh, quick back and forth. Shamrock's still wearing his jeans. Uh, Shamrock wins with the ankle lock. Then Steve Blackman comes out and tries to take out uh, Shamrock, but Shamrock takes him down. Then uh, Jericho's music hits, and Jericho says, Shamrock, if you want to fight me, come to the parking lot. So Shamrock gives chase. Then Blackman attacks Val Venus. <laughs> Why not? Uh, uh, Shamrock runs to the back and you see Jericho posing. Shamrock turns Jericho around, but it's Fink in a wig and a jacket. Fink sprays something into Shamrock's eyes. Jericho hits Shamrock with a snow shovel. Jericho puts uh, Shamrock in the lion tamer. After he's done, he goes, oh my God, I killed Kenny. (laughs) And then he yells at Fink to grab the bags and uh, put in the trunk as Fink does that. Jericho shoves Fink <laughs> into the trunk and drives off. <laughs> we go back to the ring with Triple H, Shane, and China. They head to the ring as they uh, they cut back as the limo now has opened and there's a pair of legs coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, Shane says that Rock and Mankind can, should come back out down to determine the winner. Shane says... Uh, that he'll be the special guest referee so he can keep uh, Triple H and China out. Shane gives Rock five seconds and goes one, two, three, four, five. Sorry. However, then Test comes out and says, you know, hey, 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 gals. Um, Test then brings out the other two owners of WF, Linda and Stephanie McMahon. Linda says that Mankind and Rock won't be facing off against each other tonight, but they will be facing against Shane and Triple H. Shane says, make this a title match. Linda says, sure. Seeing this moment, I was talking to the producer about this, and I'm like, why didn't they do that for test? You know what I mean? Like, That's a great question. Like, there's a lot of things they could have done. I've personally been advocating for it for since July. You have. So, and it's yeah. just one of those things of like, why, hasn't, why didn't they do anything like this for test? He's over enough. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, we get a during the break moment with Shane freaking out and Triple H trying to calm down. We get a recap from an, the Raw with the all-out battle, the brawl between all the tag teams. So this leads to our tag team battle royal. Uh, it's the Holly Cousins versus Midian Viscera to start. Viscera accidentally hits Midian with the splash and hardcore Holly covers him for the elimination. 
Draws and Albert then come out, and Holly hits a powerplex and eliminates Draws and Albert. Then the Hardy Boys come out. Uh, Matt hits Crash with a moonsault to eliminate the Hollies. Then the Acolytes come out. Farouk destroys Jeff with a spine buster. Bradshaw then hits Jeff with a clothesline from hell when he's trying to jump off Matt again. That was again. fucking nuts. And oh, eliminates shit. the Hardys that way. Blue Minnie and Stevie Richards come down. Minnie is too busy posing on the ramp, so Richards gets destroyed by both guys in the uh, ring. They're eliminated. Then Edge and Christian come out. They begin to brawl the accolades. Then the Dudley boys come out of nowhere and attack both teams. Hey, they said they'd be in Stanford on Monday morning. They didn't say anything about Worcester. Nope. On Thursday. On Thursday. Uh... We go backstage, we see that the Rock and Man kind of come down to the ring. And then during the break, Lillian Garcia interviewed the Dudley boys, Bubba with his s- 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 stutter. I forgot about it. Saying that they're going to prove that they're the best tag team in the world. And Devon says, Thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not mess with the Dudley boys. Guess who uh, was a big proponent of the Bubba stutter? Yep. Vince Russo. Yep. Loved it. Uh,. I don't know about you guys. Uh, a lackluster debut for me for the Dudleys. Uh, well, here, mm, I don't know. Here's, here's the deal. Vince Russo was the one who really pushed for him. Mm-hmm. I'm not against him being here. No, but... no, but, uh, but everybody else was. Yeah. Um, the honest truth of the matter is that the public enemy made such a bad impression earlier in the year that literally nobody wanted this team. Because Public Enemy had given tag teams from ECW such a stink that it wasn't worth it. And they are so much better than Public Enemy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like. And then to their credit, it doesn't take them long to kind of change the perception. But it was an instance where even those, I mean, like Russo was riding still, but it was almost done. But Vince still had final say so and nobody wanted these guys around. Crazy. Not to mention, on top of that, the last guy Russo really, really pushed for was Jericho, and you had the entire clique telling Vince McMahon he didn't know how to wrestle, couldn't do anything right, was fucking everything up. So anything that Vince Russo uh, put a stamp on was being micromanaged. So it's almost like a double whammy for the Dudleys. I didn't mind it. I didn't mind the set one because it just adds to this tag team division that's just getting chaotic more and more now. Well, that's why I'm okay with them being here. I just thought the way they debuted just kind of was a miss for me a little bit. And it's no coincidence that they attacked the Acolytes, who uh, will be the first few. That's who you go through when you show up. Especially if you're from ECW you and go you follow the public enemy. And, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with that feud. That's yeah, a, that's fine. You know, they, they can take and give it back. <laughs> I will not bitch about those matches. No. Let's move on to our main event for the Dota Tag Team Championships as it's Triple H and Shane with China versus The Rock and Mankind. Uh, Triple H and Shane attack Mankind before The Rock even comes down. Um, Mankind show, uh, throws Shane over the table. Ref is checking on that as Mr. Ass then runs down and hits a Famouser on Triple H. China gives chase on Mr. Ass as The Rock Hits the rock bottom and people's elbow for the win on that one. I mean, a little underwhelming. A little underwhelming. I get the storyline. Uh, should have pinned Shane, not Triple H. Pin your world champ is not a great look. Not a great week for the champ. Not really. Um, I wonder why they went with him. It would have been so much easier just to pin Shane. That makes sense. All the sense in the world for Shane to get his ass beat. Like you could have Bill Gunn attack Triple H, so that's fine. But then Shane can just walk into a rock bottom. Like I, maybe this is their way of letting Rock get his win back, but maybe. it doesn't really count. You know, it doesn't mean anything. Nah, I, mean, I thought it was kind of weak too. So this brings an end to this week's midweek's war story. There we go. Or what was the better show? Smackdown. 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 Okay. Let's go to the ratings, shall we? Let's go back last week. Thunder did a 1.94 as the WF did a 4.16. This week, Nitro Thunder Thunder did a 1.90. WF 
3.74. So they came down a little bit. Yeah, plus the Nitro. Bit. Yeah, they lost to Nitro. The Nitro's the winner of the week, really. I mean, because we're all, yeah, Ross still won. They lost a But they lost a ton. A ton of people. And Nitro rebounded nicely. And you know what's crazy about that, by the way, is uh, we didn't talk about it on the last War Stories, but the WWF lost a lot of audience. Mm-hmm. Some of them went to WCW. Not a not huge amount. Nope, not at all. Still don't have to win the ratings. So that's nope. not a great sign. Maybe it is time for a change. Mm-hmm. So let's move on. Let's go to the award show. Best match? Uh, Rocket Sock versus Shane Triple H for me. I'm going to go Jericho X-Pac. I was going to go Jericho X-Pac as well. Uh, worst match. DDP and Al Green. Yeah. No, no, no. No. Shane Douglas. <laughs> and whoever he wrestles. <laughs> and whoever he wrestled. I already forgot. But that is the worst match. Uh, Shane Douglas faced Dave Taylor. Yep, that's the worst match. Ow, that's rude to Dave Taylor, sir. No, he deserves better. Damn, man. He deserves better. That's rude. First, they make him team up with Chris Adams, and now he wrestles Shane Douglas on TV. Uh, mine is Prince Ikea and Scotty Riggs. That's fair, too. What did Dave Taylor do? Uh, nothing. That's Damn. the thing. Is he, he didn't do any of that shit to deserve it. Jesus. MVP. Mankind. <laughs> yeah, I got to go Mankind. I wanted to go Jericho, but Mankind was too mankind. strong. If, it, if sh- Mankind hadn't been so strong, it would have been Jericho again. Yeah, but mankind was... Gonna- such a good week. So far, it may have been named after The Rock, but so far in its short history, it's Jericho it's show. Down Jericho show. Oh, yeah. Um, motive. Shane Douglas. <laughs> There's that. Uh, boss Man and Al Snow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm jumping on that one, too. I, uh, my hatred for Shane Douglas is not enough to pull me over to that. That's fair. That's fair enough. However, you might hear it again from me. Hey, uh, Corey. Yeah. WTF. What the fuck, man? <laughs> I mean, it's we talked about it, you know? Yeah, there's not really much I can ha- I add, but that's definitely my what the fuck. I just... What what the fuck, indeed. It's also mine, because what the fuck. Uh, yeah. And I, what it leads to is a double what the fuck. Uh, my what the fuck goes to the what the fuck of what the fuck of... Yeah, I, mean, I said it all. Hey, we're gonna eat dog. There, there are two boss man moments this year, and one of them is so much better. <laughs> yeah, right? So much better. I'm sorry, you ate your dog. And arguably, kind of worse. Yeah. <laughs> it's a arguably, arguably, arguably. I mean, it's worse. It's worse, and but it's better. It's better. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about your dead dog. <laughs> What, you don't like pepper steak? <laughs> Tastes like chicken. You said it a few months ago, like, Triple H is on another level right now, and he's not even the best team on the company. No, I mean, the mo- fucking I mean, boss man. Boss man's on, like, he's cartoon like, supervillain mode. That yeah. motherfucker yeah. is dog. Yeah. I mean, fucking Batman's down in the Batcave right now plotting how to catch Big Boss Man. <laughs> this week, how would he catch Big Boss Man? I don't like bats either, boy. Oh, <laughs> Christ. <laughs> gonna make a bat stew. Uh, I love Boss Man. Though. God damn it! Fuck. We we say we, it's like we laugh about that now because I know we talked about earlier about how like Boss Man's just in a shitty position right now, right? But it, what he's been doing is okay, good. But it's just like it's just a shitty position of hey, we're gonna put you in a storyline that you're gonna kill some guy's dog and feed it to him. <laughs> you know, it's around this time too that he goes to the higher ups. Boss Man does. And asks them to stop putting him in so many hardcore matches on the road. Do you, do you realize that on house shows, they're making these guys go out there and do that hardcore shit? Why? And Fuck, dude. He, he told him, he's like, my body's breaking down. Yeah, I can't. Come on, man. You want me to do it on TV? That's fine. But I can't do it. You know, multiple house shows a week doing this shit. Like, Jesus, dude. Hmm. Hmm. Good for him, though. But we'll move on. This brings an end to this week's midweek war story. We have upcoming weeks. We got uh, the road to Fall Brawl and road to Unforgiven. It feels weird that we don't have a pay-per-view. Can we just cancel both? I'm just going to warn you now. No, we're not. So <laughs> Pretend 
September didn't have pay-per-views. Wake me up when September ends. Yeah. Nah, I think we're going to move on. But we're, you can, we can move on to nocellentertainment.com where you can listen to all of our podcasts. And you can also find all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. Mm-hmm.